I will not say see you in podcast and really lean into my northerness. I'm not doing it for you. But you're also saying a bad word. Maybe. See you in podcast. Yeah, yeah. You're a genius. But I, I'm not. You might swear a bit. See you in podcast. Yeah. I think that could catch on. The thing is... They can't hear me, can they? No, only my microphone is on. <laughs> so you might get some background noise of Mike saying all of that. And if you have, good on you for hearing it. Um, but this will be part two of this week's podcast only because it is effectively a separate conversation to us chatting shop about coffees and cars and Tacona and aficionado and all things business related um, this one we actually talked about our upbringings a little bit and where we come from and how life was different growing up for both of us um, so we've decided to put it as a standalone one and it kind of works in a different way but it'll be interesting. Bear with us. It will be worth it, I promise. Um, but yeah, see you in the podcast is how I'm saying it. Um, oh, and th- there might be some swearing. I can't remember if we swore or not, but here's your advance warning. See you there. We're not from, like, posh places. No. I, I know... Like, those two aren't posh, but they speak better than us. Liam speaks well. Liam speaks very Jared's well. Jared's quite well-spoken as well, yeah. TM. I think that probably rubbed <laughs> off from Liam, TM, talking to him a lot. <laughs> Maybe. Because <laughs> right, I'm sure he's near South End, isn't he? Which... He's in Leon C, which is next to South End, but it's the middle-class part. Although Leon's, Lee is quite posh. Lee's the middle-class part. You're gonna, yeah. if, you've got to, if you're going to live around that way, Lee's, Lee's, the, Lee's the bit. Yeah, Lee or Thorpe mm. Bay. Mm. But then even Thorpe Bay's got its rough bits on the edges. Yeah. But yeah, so Liam's somewhere in London. Where That's like when I, he's, I think he's sort of Hornchurchy direction. I don't know, I don't know which is, enough. I don't want to give away too much information. It's but not like the Porsche's <laughs> there, so he's yeah. safe. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's, he's, it's that sort of way, um, which is, is that actually they speak quite... properly? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was that's quite a, a nice right. area. Um, so you had Barking, where Mel's mum and dad sort of reside, which was, yeah. at the time, so you had East Ham, which was really working class, like, yeah. you know, then you'd move to Barking. And then Dagenham? No. Where you, does that you fall in the mix? Dagenham's not... Is Dagenham not, worse? Dagenham's not cool. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, so Barking, no, so Barking was still quite working class, but there was, where they were was like Upney, which was the nice sort of oh, right. it's, little it's, bit of it. It's and then, the manager and then, of the coal mine, And then you move the out from, worker. yeah, then you move out from sort of Upney, then it's Upminster and Hornchurch. I know Upminster. So Upminster and Hornchurch are quite, yeah. quite like, you know, Proper. they're nice. I've been to um, Upminster to do Wi-Fi in stores and it's probably the place with the rudest people because they're all entitled. Upminster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally, yeah, I, mean, I knocked on the door to deliver a phone. And I knocked and said, he was like, phone? I was like, yes. She was like, I'll take it. I was like, you got any ID? She's like, well, she's upstairs. I was like, I still need the ID. And she yeah. was really, really rude and abrupt. Yeah. And I was almost like, no, and walked away. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sorry, today. No, not for you. And this is um, for a polite person, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, see. There's almost a sense of entitlement around there. Yeah, so that's that. But then see where, it's funny actually, because when I'll say, I say it's like, where people where I grew up, it was like Hackney, Clapton, yeah. and then Walthamstow, Leighton, that, that area. And um, people were like, oh, it's really nice around there. I was like, well, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like, it listen, is now. Mate, like, yeah. <laughs> right, now it is. <laughs> yeah. 
But, that's um, why I can't afford to go back. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was like, listen, man, I'd live there right now, but I, we couldn't afford to live there when we lived there. Like, yeah. You know, we had to move out. Like, we, we ended up um, moving out from, like, East London. So when we bought our first house, we bought right out in Chafford near Lakeside, yeah. which is, to be fair, which was quite nice. It's all right. Um, it was all right. It's the but entrance then, to Essex, really, you know. But then we came back into Barking because that was near Mel's mum and dad's. Right. And then that's when we, after that, we moved back out here. But, I mean, I'd, 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 I like where my mum and dad live. Like, I still like Leighton and Walthamstow. And, but I wouldn't want my kids to grow up there. Yeah. Like, see what I mean? like as yeah. an adult, it's lovely. Yeah. Like, but not, as a, as a, as a teenager, it's not, it's not a great place to no. be. Um, I, I don't think I give my parents credit enough for taking us out of a relatively rough town to mm. the countryside. Like, we were yeah. really, like, annoyed because we were like, oh, all our friends and this, that, and the other. And they're like, well, your friends are, you, like, my best mate yeah. used to go to the next town just for fights. Yeah, yeah, Him and yeah, his mates would I mean. go to the next town and they'd all yeah. go for a fight and then they'd come home. Yeah. And they were like, that's why we, uh, we, we left. We had the opportunity to move to the countryside, so we took you to the countryside. Yeah. And I grew up in fields yeah. with... Woodlands. See, I grew up in the exact opposite. Yeah, like the complete opposite to that. It was estates and yeah. tower blocks, Stabbings. and we'd we'd go up to, to like tower blocks, and they'd do pirate radio, and we'd go up, and there'd be just an empty council sort yeah. of um, flat that hadn't been assigned to anyone, and they'd broken into it, and they'd rigged up a. Right. And you'd go up to the top and you'd have to rig the aerials up on top of this block of flats and you have to get through the service hatch. And like you know, and then you had a phone line and people could call the radio station. It was just a mobile, like a Nokia mobile. Yeah, like a burner phone. Yeah, right? basically, yeah. And, you know, it, it was great fun. Super illegal as well. But it was massively illegal. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that went... It's not that, it's even that itself. It was the stuff that went on around it. Yeah. It yeah. was like... The drugs and the, the Yeah, the and the stolen, mop- the stolen peds and the, the motorbikes that were on fake plates. And, yeah. the, you know, how do you get petrol it's, for them? And it's it's like, all the things that people that don't have money do to try and access things that people who have money do. Yeah, that was my like, first I mean, foray into the world of media. Yeah. Because they were back, they had advertisements on pirate radio. It wasn't... The thing, it was a, it was a fairly... Smooth operation, yeah, yeah, given the fact that it was because there's um, Kiss, you know, Kiss FM, the, yeah, that was a pirate station, and then it just grew that started as a pirate station, well, it's like and when, just grew, but you know, it's, when people go legit in like the underworld and stuff, yeah, it's like rap, there becomes a point from like, like NWA was like a group of effectively drug dealers that went right, we should probably uh, go legit and do something that makes us some actual money, yeah, because all these rich people are being more crooks than we are, but legally, yeah, well, that's the problem. Yeah. So you end up with that, and then, but no, that was yeah, that was great. But it's just, I mean, I loved it as a child. Like I, yeah, I enjoyed, yeah. like you're in the was, middle of it, though, so you don't was, see what it's like. I couldn't see outside of it, yeah. and then you get outside of it, and you're like, whoa! Yeah, that's, that, I, I could have died so <laughs> well, many times. Yeah, no, honestly, no, there was there were a few incidents, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Like I, I remember oh, we shouldn't say this on actual radio or where whatever this is, but. Like, there was a time when we, we found, you know, when they, they, there'd be like a burnt out car. Yeah. And they'd have a sticker on it saying police, police aware. aware. Yeah. We towed it. <laughs> and we towed it down like Leebridge, like the main road. Like Why Leebridge though? Road. It's burnt out. No, but there was, there was still some bits. Oh, right. It wasn't were, completely Like, my charcoal. mate had, it was like an XR2, and like my friend had an XR2. So you could get the wheels and that so weren't we took the bits. And, yeah. I mean, we, bought, we took it back. <laughs> so we towed it <laughs> took all the bits off yeah it wasn't necessarily always burnt out this one wasn't it was like a crashed but right, police yeah, yeah. so 
I say burnt out, but you know what I mean. It was like an abandoned yeah. kind of car. And um, so, but, but it had, but it had already been partly stripped. So these so police, someone else had already. Come oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> but we decided that we were going to. Sh- so basically, there was this. Now I think back, I, I kind of like what on earth was going on in my head. So we'd got my mate's car, which was legit, and it was all insured and everything. Yeah. And he, we towed it, but my friend was in it. The there were no car. doors. Yeah. We were towing this car down a, a, a like main a road with no doors on it. I mean, it wasn't far, but it was far enough. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was, you know, it was but like... this was back before smartphones, so the only pe- way that you would get caught is if you happened to... Well, I think this is the thing, like, you actually, yeah, you could get away with a lot more. Yeah. Because now, like now they'd YouTube, be like just, oh, yeah. you'd be all over the place. Oh, look at these guys towing this car. But basically, yeah, we towed it down and took it, just took the bit off. But then it was kind of weird because we were... And you we took were, it back. Yeah, no, no, but that's, the, that's what it's I'm saying. Like it's not like you car. You know, like, like you... those old school gangsters and they were like, well, we only killed the bad ones. You know, yeah, like, yeah. it was a bit like... We only took the bits off that we could use and then we gave it back. And we genuinely like towed it back to where it was and put it back. And then took the wheels off. <laughs> a comment but, like, but do you know what I mean like it was it was lads leave just, the brakes and the steering wheel on and then when we get back we'll take those bits well out. it would only have been crushed yeah definitely I mean like been. we were just re- if anything you we were salvaging we were, we were recycling that, yeah but it was things like that I mean you kind of just get involved in stuff that when you get out the other side you're like what on earth was the I doing the thing is like you wouldn't tell your parents this so you do know that it's not a great thing to be involved in. Oh, crap. Like, if you my mum me, just yeah. thought I was going to my friend's house. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the time I was. But, but they were just... Yeah. They were just kind of like... It was weird because there was a group of... There was a group of us and then there was other kids in the area that you knew. Yeah. And like every now and again, something would happen and you'd sort of get yourself involved. But it sort of wasn't my day-to-day, yeah, everyday yeah. existence. But there were times when like... And especially because it's your area, you sort of just know everyone in your area, and it's quite close knit. Yeah, yeah. Like it was back then, definitely. And you, yeah, if there's a bit of something happening, you kind of like, oh, let's get involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all sorts of fun. This feels more like a morning drive episode than a coffees and cars. It's cars. cars. We had a car. Basically, just interviewed you for the last half hour. Like story of growing up in the East End. Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty cool. Sorry, though. isn't that what they call the ends? The ends. That? Yeah, I That's did put that on the message the other day, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, coming from the ends. Because yeah, I... From the ends. I had a couple <laughs> of new starters come out on the road with me a couple of months ago. And they were from there. And we were in Norfolk, uh, Suffolk, up near Norwich. <laughs> but we yes. weren't like in... Um, Is that still, yeah, it's because Suffolk still... Yeah, so we were in Ipswich, sorry. Yeah. And the surrounding areas, so like Sudbury and Braintree and all the countryside yeah. and Clare and all that sort of thing. And I, um, I had this one lad who was petrified of dogs because he was from where dogs are normally a, some form of aggressor. Yeah, yeah, but they're a status symbol. Yeah. Like people walk around the estate with a dog. Yeah, so he's come from that and he was, mm. I think he was, oh, I think he was black. I don't think he was a, like Asian. I think he was black. Like yeah. from the ends. Yeah. So he'd never been to the countryside. Yeah. He'd, it's a bit of an dogs that he'd been around. So he, was, he had a real phobia of dogs. Mm. And I love dogs because I grew up in the countryside with dogs. Yeah. And you'd go for a walk and the dog would come and it, it's nice. It's a companion. It's not a, a guard dog or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're up in like Sudbury and we 
their next visits at a farm house, like a barn conversion. Yeah. So we turn up at this barn conversion, and he's like, I've never seen this many fields before in my life. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, this is what I was like growing up. Yeah, this is my garden. Yeah, this like, is how my life was when I, up until I was like 25, and I yeah. moved down south. Um, so we go to this house, and it's, it's the countryside, so the dog's loose in the garden, because the yeah. garden's like an acre. Yeah. And we walk up to the gate, and I was like, right, I'm just going to grab something out of the van. You go, you go knock on the door. And he gets to the gate, and this Labrador comes running over, and he, like, shits himself. He's like, oh, God, no, look at the size of this dog. And this Labrador's like, hello, how many of you need this friend? Like, as Labradors do. Yeah. So I was like, right, okay, you wait outside the gate. I'll go and knock on the door, and then I'll say, can we bring the dog out? Can we put the dog out of the way? Because my colleague has a, it's got a phobia of dogs. Yeah. So I did that. I opened the gate and the dog jumps on me. And I'm like, come on then, pal. I'm like wrestling with the dog yeah, and playing around. And this guy's like looking at me like I'm some sort of like superhero. Because <laughs> he's like, how can you be like that around a dog? And I'm like, oh, that's great. Aren't you Any minute now that's yeah. going to bite your face yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. And then I, we got the dog out of the way and we started all the Wi-Fi and that out. And they're going, oh, I've been trying to get Wi-Fi out in the stables. Because we've got like a little office at the end of one of the stables. Yeah. Um, can we sort that out? I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We'll bring this little booster thing and we'll go out. So then we go over to the stables and we open this gate and there's a horse and this kid like ran away. <laughs> I literally bolted. The dog was like a tiny risk in comparison. He's never been up close to a horse. It's mad and again, though. the only horses you see in London, police horses. Yeah. Which I are mean, another regressor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a it's status just, symbol. It's just not something you tend to no. bump into. And the trick with horses is you have to be in charge. Yeah, if yeah. you are sketchy around a horse, it it freaks them out. Yeah, so you have to like look it in the face and be in charge of the horse. Yeah. So we walk up to this gate and this horse comes like running over because the guy whose house it is is there. So the horse is like, oh, food. Yeah, so he yeah, could, the horse comes running over. I walk to the horse. The kid runs away from the horse, and I'm like giving the horse a load of fuss. I was like, unfortunately, we're gonna have to get the horse out of the way. And the guy's like, yeah, all right, let's let's help this <laughs> poor kid out that's never seen the countryside in his life. Um, so we, we got the horse and we sorted it all out but it was so it was such a moment for me not having been around London all of my life yeah to then be with someone that's never left London yeah because yeah. it's its own microclimate well no it is it's a completely different universe yeah like it just it's it was so weird like I was like what you, you've never been for a walk it's like well only through the estate I'm like well you've never just like gone for a walk in the country like in the woods oh let's go for a, a four mile walk around the country park or yeah, but it's, it's, no? no the thing is it's, especially when you grow up I mean I imagine it's the same in any big city mm. like a lot of the major cities like Manchester Birmingham no because Manchester's on the edge of the bloody Peak District yeah but still if you don't leave Manchester though yeah, but I Manchester's, suppose there's people that don't London get to is, London sits within the cities in the UK London is its own entity in comparison like Manchester doesn't have the underground it doesn't have boroughs yeah, in yeah, the same way yeah yeah it's you're, just you're not more than like a five minute train out of Manchester yeah like whereas with London you yeah can I be, suppose you can spend years in London and not see most things yeah it's, it's a weird it yeah no I think that's the, the thing country. growing up in it you don't consider it yeah you just you just live that's in just it. how it is yeah so then when that's you leave am, yeah. and you're an adult and you look back in... You well, go, I even think, I even <laughs> think like, it's, it's little things like... I know, it's, it's funny, but like hoods. Like, I would, I'd walk, I'll quite happily walk around here with my hood up. Yeah. Because that's just a natural thing to do because it's, my ears get cold. And you just kind of just do it in London. Just 
You just do. It's yeah, just yeah. a fashion thing. It's not even. It's not even a form of aggression. You just have your hood up. Yeah, yeah. Because that's just what well, you... outside of London. It's like hot fuzz. All those hoodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. And I, I'll, I'll walk down the road sometimes with my hood up, and you can. And there are moments where you visibly see someone go, "Oh crap!" And, yeah, and yeah. I actually will take like now out here, I'll take it down. And that's why you wear a hat. Yeah, because I, like, otherwise I'll wear a hood. And people but even with the aggressive. Tacona hoodie, I'll I'll walk down to Budgeons and sometimes I'll pop the hood up because I'm just I'm out and I, yeah. it's you know, um, and I don't think anything of it. Yeah. I'm not thinking anything of it because it's just I grew up with hoodies wearing with the them hoods up. Yeah. with the hoods up and like we'd wear it indoors like that. Yeah. I don't know why, but sometimes <laughs> you just you'd get into someone's house and you just wouldn't take it down. Yeah. Like you'd just sort of, you know, not on purpose. You just not kind to be of rude or no, no, no. You no. just would just I don't know. Just that's just how you wore a hoodie. You just how I wore, yeah. And um, yeah, and you'll just every now and again you'll see somebody and you just kind of have to recalibrate. You're like, yeah. right, I'm not where I grew up. That person's probably actually quite intimidated by the fact that I'm wearing this. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I'll just. I'll just pop it down because we're in I'm, the countryside again, and people around here probably. Oh, it's a London. Well, you hear scary a lot of. You, the like, thing is, as well, the media aren't overly helpful because what yeah. they'll show you is that they made that. Like you said, the word, the phrase hoodies. Yeah. It's like no, a hoodie's an item of clothing. Yeah. It's yeah. not a person. <laughs> like I'm not just because I'm wearing a hood. Yeah, I know. I you. It can be used in that way. Don't get me wrong. You can Night bus. identity and stuff like that. I, yeah. Listen, I, I went to Tottenham Court. I'd go to like Tottenham Court Road and I'd have to get a night bus back. And, and back then it would go through Dalston and Hackney. And now Dalston and Hackney are quite nice. Back then, back then it wasn't. And I would use my hood as a, a way of stopping yeah. people from approaching me. You know, like I would put it up on the bus and I'd yeah, sit yeah. near the back and I'd just look as mad as I could. Yeah. Really. Um but that's that's more a self defence yeah, yeah, mechanism. Like, you don't want to be approached. But um, but yeah, that's how it's, but it's, it's just a so weird, weird thing. It's just weird, like that, that you can be quite close to somewhere, but there's such a difference in the way that people yeah, are. Because we're what a half hour train from London. Yeah, yeah, nothing really. Yeah, like it's wild. I even so I had it recently. Oh, Friday, as it happens. So Grace went into London on Saturday to go and watch a show, mm. like a play or a theatre performance yeah. with a, a sister and a friend and that. And um, she went to Luton, got the train from Luton into London and then from London back to Luton, stayed over in Luton, went for lunch and then came home. Yeah. Now for me, I would have got the train in to London and then come home the same day. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have had to book a weekend around no, I'd have just going into out. London, right? And it, it was something that I really hadn't thought about properly. Like, obviously, you're aware of it, but consciously, it's not something that comes into your periphery very often. No. And it was this difference between Grace and myself as our worldview. I am perfectly comfortable to go, I'll just get a late train back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know yeah. nobody's going to target me in that way. I'm less likely to be in trouble if someone does. Yeah. And I'm probably seen as an aggressor rather than as a victim. Whereas for Grace, who's a small blonde girl, mm. she has to go, I need to go in a group, I need to go in the day, yeah, and I that's, can't travel and at that's night a, that's on the train. Trouble. Like, like just that. women in general, I think, have a... Like, yeah. There is a, a, a difficulty in the sense that, from a safety point of view, yeah, yeah. A, you know, and there shouldn't be, but, but unfortunately but, that the world there, are a few, there is in the world, there's enough lunatics. Yeah. And 
And it's yeah, that, it comes I, down to the thing where it's like, oh, not all men. And it's like, yeah, but there are a few, and that means that it doesn't matter if all men are doing it. The fact that there are a few that would yeah. means that you can't take the risk. Yeah. Because someone that would, like, I can't remember what I was listening to. It was some podcast or something. They were like, the person that would say, like, heckle you in the street is only one step away from then, like, flashing you. Yes. Or groping you. And yeah, then they're one yeah, step yeah. away from something worse. And it, it's a sliding scale that once they start on that track, they're most likely going to end up much further down it. Yeah. And all it takes is one of... If, if there's someone that will heckle you, there's someone that will do worse. Yeah. And the fact that either of those people exist means that you have to take precaution. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, like when we were broke down in Aylesbury. Mm. If I was on my own, I have no qualms with just sleeping in the car. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, someone tries to break in, they've got to deal with me. And I can <laughs> yeah. be as intimidating as almost anybody out there. Whereas if it was just Grace in the car, she's in a dangerous position. Even to just break down and wait for the AA in a city she's never been to, mm. in an old car, at night, yeah. that is a scary thing. Like, yeah. Whereas for me, I'm like, oh, this is inconvenient. Yeah. But it's not a risk. I'm not like, oh, I've got, uh, someone might try and attack me. Like, yeah. I've, not got, I've never had that worry. I've never, ever had to worry that I might be in danger for being out at night. And yeah. I think a lot of that also comes from the fact that I used to work where I used to work and I am the kind of person that I am in that yeah. I can be as intimidating and like, like if I go for a walk at night, Grace, like, oh, be careful. I'm like, well, I'm probably one of the scariest things out there. Yeah. So someone tries to be scary, I'm like, well, I'm going to fuck you up and we're going to have a fight and we'll find out who's scarier. <laughs> Whereas for someone that's very easily not an intimidating person. Yeah. I think as well, it's interest, that's interesting because where you grow up... Because like now, walking around here, I don't bat an eyelid. Yeah. But growing up, I'd be out and I wouldn't, I wouldn't... I'd go to my friends and I'd come home and I'd walk home at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But there was an awareness that... There could be danger. Around a corner could be something. And sometimes it was groups of something. Yeah. Like it's, that's, I think, the biggest issue when you grow up in a city like yeah, that yeah. environment is that quite often you get groups of people and you just it's very it's all it's blind like yeah. it's you 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 can go Shot you can be walking and, and all of a sudden you come around the corner and you're like oh crap and there's nowhere the problem is at that point is you can't then double back no like you're, you're almost in a posi- it. Yeah, yeah 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 you're then in a position where you've got to be like right gotta take the chance head down and and it's even to a point where you'd walk that side of the road and you you've got the decision to make is like do you walk through them yeah <laughs> or do you cross because you know if you cross they're going to highlight it they know you've crossed for a reason. Mm. So you kind of like just... It's yeah, you just have to kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very, very difficult. God, like, yeah. That's, again, something that I never had to think about. No. Sometimes, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, but a lot of the time people walk in the middle of the road. Do they? Ah. So you don't... You get... To, it's a weird thing, but I don't know if, you've, if you see kids do it now, like down here. I don't know if they're doing it for the same reason, but like if you walk down Bell Street... I used to, like, you'd quite often walk down the centre of a road because what would happen then is you're not crossing the road yeah, and you're not walking through them. You're in the safest place to be. In a bizarre, it's a really weird thing. Well, until you, you're walking down Bell Street as a teenager and someone tries to run you over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they were on the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. If they were in the road, that would have been the worst place to be. Yeah. Maybe we, we were roadmen. Wow, God. Like, we were like... Well, that was the thing. We like, were like the beta version of Roadman. Like, yeah, basically. <laughs> no, honestly, like, yeah. it almost was. It, like, it was almost like, I suppose... That was before, the precursor to it, really, wasn't it? 
Yeah, because it would have been that sort of late eighties. Well, it's like eighties in America was that. that that's what I'm saying. So that was coming in from the late eighties in America, but it didn't really land here until mid nineties, which yeah. would have been sort of early nineties, mid nineties, which was which teenager. was when we were sort of teenagers. And and that's when like Dizzy Rascal and Progress. Because I was really into hip hop. Yeah. See a lot of the a lot of like see a lot of the music was coming from Garage. I, I liked Garage, but I wasn't. My friends were more into... I was more into, like, American hip-hop yeah, yeah. stuff at the time. So that was quite an interesting... It was a bit of a... It, a there was a difference mm. in it. Um, and it's sort of, yeah... The, 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 I don't know, it's weird, actually, when you think back. I always find it's funny how we both ended up into, like, rock and metal as well. Because I, when I was a young teenager, I was into, like, 50 Cent and Biggie. And yeah. That world was what See, the music I, liked I listened to. Both. But then I fell into rock, mm. and then into like because he- with rock you kind of you start off at a Foo Fighters, and then you kind of you go oh what's what's more than this, and then you end up all the way down I, into the illegible screams. You go okay, we've gone too far now. We'll, we'll see, bring my, it back to Slipknot and leave it first, around there. I remember like I had because I, I I did buy a couple of tapes. Like I was right at the end of the tape era. Yeah. So I had a Walkman just before this was before just, just like before as personal CD, CD players came yeah. out. Because personal CD players were cool, but they, they were skipped. Bloody bounce, yeah. So the thing was, we kind of stuck with tape for a bit until they got better. Yeah. So, but I think the first tape, I bought a couple of random bits and pieces, but there was um, Welcome to the Jungle. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nirvana, never mind. That's a good one to start with. Um, I had Green Day Dookie. Uh, there was the first Green Day album that I ever heard was American Idiot, and I, I like I loved that. And then as an adult, I've learned that that is the decline of Green Day. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, yeah, that's when it all I was started. Like, oh, this to... is amazing! And then everyone else was like, "No, that's when they started getting yeah. worse." Yeah, that yeah, you've, you've come in at a low point. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you think the bar that high bar that you've seen, you imagine how much higher yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, no, Sadiki. But then obviously there was the the hip-hop side of things as well so i was a mix and then you got like we've discussed before like you kind of got rap metal you've got rage against the machine yeah you've got things like that so that was that kind of legitimized my like, love of both yeah so when i hung out with either sets of mates i could kind of be like yeah i like that but i also like this and this is and i'd be like look this is a this is the mix of the two and they'd be like no, no, you're weirdo. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, like, you're, you're, just, uh, you're, you're all just angry teenagers that smoke a lot of weed. You both have the same things in common. Yeah, <laughs> and it's. I think that's even to this day kind of shapes. I'm still in that middle ground between yeah. hip hop and rock. It, I just haven't, and that's just where I am. That's weird because like, I'm it. not in that middle ground anymore. I don't really listen to like. I very occasionally will listen to a bit of. Um, like British hip hop, yeah, and I'm quite fond of like a bit of Stormzy or something like. That. But I'm I'm very much not in that world. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's it's very clear that I'm not. See, we used I used to listen to there's a guy called Skinny Man, and there'd be Roots Maneuver and stuff. I know like Roots that, Maneuver. That, see, and there's like that Easy Days I've got on my my music. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm I fell out of that world, and I think this coincided with as my like family scenario like fell apart. And the more emotionally raw rock metal yeah, screaming and yeah, shouting yeah. and anger took over, I fell a lot more into that. And now I've fallen into like 
it's almost like experimental indie alternative stuff. Yeah. So you yeah. you'll get stuff that's got some synth with some jazz with some yeah, melody. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's where I, but I flit about it's, between it's so that, many different genres I of just, music. I just think with music, just like if you like it, just listen, listen to, it. to it. Yeah, you don't have and to I'd, fit I'd, in a group. I've, but I've, to be honest, that's something that my mum instilled in me. She was just like, if you like music, just listen to the music. Don't yeah. worry about what it is. Just enjoy, just enjoy it. it yeah. um, and I just happen to gravitate to them. But then there's things like, so then you've got all those little sub-genres within... Oh like, yeah, you know, you, and you go you off like, and there's, so there's, there's, there's Panic at the Disco, who, who are like a cool band, but they're not really like other people. And yeah, you know, and you can get like you said, all the synths, and there's there's, there's just it, so it much out there. And I, I like blues, I like jazz. I mean, and then you've got jazz that you've got like jazz hop. Then yeah. you've got um, what was what were we listening to the other day in here? Oh God, like we put something on. It was. Um, It'll come to me in a minute. But there was some other kind of like fusion of grime and something else that was... Was it the one that I showed you? No, we were just listening. No, it was a playlist on Spotify. We were just kind of... um... Because I I like a bit of spoken word as well. And there was one that was like a hip-hop, jazz, spoken word mix. And I really Yeah, it will be something similar along those sort of lines. It was... But it's like a jazz grime or something. It yeah, was like yeah. something along like that type of thing. But you know, if it sounds good and you like it, and you, but you they all you, it, you, you kind of music is interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a, a lot of like the whole thing that Drive Tribe was was find your tribe, and that, that speaks to a lot of uh, us as humans. We like to find the groups that we fit into. We like yeah, our we like tribes to, of people. You you want and then you, you and want I, acceptance, and, don't you? Yeah. Effectively, which is and then it's funny because we exist in a few little groups and we're effectively in the periphery of many mm. and we don't have a, I'm this, I'm this, I, I drive a GT86, but I'm not a Toyota. Hard That's how I've lived my life. Like, like me is, too. Is, is, is I yeah. just bounce around groups. I just know a lot of people and I yeah. have a lot of interests. Yeah. And it's, we're very much to a certain extent, surface level interest, a really broad, shallow interest level. And then you get friends that have a really narrow but really deep interest level in certain things. Yeah. Like, we're kind of like, yeah. cars we're pretty good with. Yeah. So, so, some specifics of music that we are quite good with, mm. based on what we were listening to as teenagers mainly. Yeah. And that's kind of the pigeonholes that we fall into a bit. And then there's the photography, video, audio. Like that's what I mean. Is like, I don't, I don't like <laughs> to just do one thing. Yeah. I think it's quite boring. That's just probably why we get on so well. Go and investigate stuff. Yeah. Go and find out about it, try it, see what it's like. Yeah, and yeah. people are like, oh, you're good at loads of stuff. How are you good at everything? It's like, because I just do it. it yeah. It's like, even to like, oh, jiu-jitsu and MMA, I fell into doing that a lot. And then I've got friends that do it a whole lot more than I did. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just I kind of get enjoy I it. I think and... that's, that's the thing, is sometimes it becomes a bit of um, It's a blessing and a curse, because like you said, do you ever kind of get to a point where you've nailed something like yeah. to, you know it, you never I feel, feel like, like you've ever done something substantially enough yeah I feel like pizza is one thing that I've gotten yeah. like that's something that, like but even that within the bread sphere, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's really really one thing that I've managed to just do yeah like, and it's almost like I've gone I am shunning all other bread I'm just doing pizza pizza and focaccia, and focaccia that's it yeah. I'm, I'm getting those two right because otherwise I'm going to end up just being okay at most. And really, you, you kind of, if you're doing it as a business, I think you kind of got to go, right, that's, yeah. 